I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the weeks of November 1st to November 13th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. This episode is brought to you by Locals. Locals is for independent creators like yours truly. This is where Fetacy.com is hosted. You can get subscriptions, talk to your audience, create a community, and foster the kind of conversation with the people who love your content the most. Locals gives creators complete control over their information, over all of their content. It's incredibly empowering for creators. Locals provides the tools for creators to publish, operate, and grow all in one place. You can go check out our community at Fetacy.com. This is where we have the unedited version of Dumpster Fire every single week on Sunday. We also do live streams just for our supporters. And if you like what we do out in the world, walk-ins welcome, Dumpster Fire, some of the writing, anything, and you want to support, the easiest way to do that is to join us at Fetacy.com. Check us out and support the independent creators who are out there making things and saying things that you can't say. (laughs) (laughs) We have makeup. We have a makeup artist. Our makeup artist has arrived. I I imported my makeup artist (laughs) from the UK. Say hi, Luna. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) She's Italian. (laughs) From the UK. Yes, Bridget, only the finest (laughs) Italian makeup Only artist. the finest Italian makeup artist for this operation. <laughs> no, but seriously, she's amazing. If you're in LA and you need makeup for any of your productions, reach out to us at weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com and we will put you in touch with her. Yes. Find us on Rumble first, folks. That's where you can find this. Don't wait for your dumpster fire fix over on those other platforms. It shall remain unnamed. Go over to Rumble. Subscribe. Join us. We have a new category this week, Vaccine Street. Vaccine Street! Big Bird got his vaccine and became our nation's biggest issue. Yeah, because inflation and rising gas prices and rising meat prices, food prices, and supply chain issues aren't something that we can focus on. We need to focus on Big Bird spreading his propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't care because Big Bird's been getting vaccinated for like since I was a child. Yeah. There's a sign that says, don't wait, vaccinate. Big Bird's always been like big in the pocket of Big Pharma. A proponent (laughs) for vaccination. (laughs) Yeah. The supply chain. Big Bird is trying to get his jab. Everybody look out. But of course, it took over the news cycle, became this instant culture war flashpoint. Ted Cruz got in on it. He was like all over this and so mad that Big Bird was getting vaccinated and trying to like convince the children. It's funny when you have government officials accusing Big Bird of government propaganda. (laughs) "Mm, I don't really trust you either, Ted Cruz. Weren't you Zodiac killer? (laughs) We really should get to the bottom of who's trying to propagandize us. I want to like have them rip off the Big Bird head. The memes were great. It was like Bill Gates under there. I just think it's funny that people are like, don't take medical advice from Joe Rogan, but take it from Big Bird. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm not taking it from any any of these people. I'm taking it from one of five doctors that I talked to. <laughs> and then I'm going to take those five doctors and then I'm going to take the majority opinion. I My overall feeling about the culture right now, in case you haven't noticed, is that I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about any of this. I just don't. I can't find it in myself to care. There's only one thing we cared about this week, and we'll get to it later. There's only one thing (laughs) we cared about. We cared hard. We wanted to make this whole episode about this We really should have just made (laughs) this whole episode about it. But we had to cover some of this other stuff that's more insane. This kind of propaganda, whatever. It's stupid, but it's not also irregular for Big Bird to be doing this. He's been doing this since the 70s. Mm -hmm. I want to get in line. Just like a weirdo who wanders up and down that street trying to get kids to get shots. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. What is happening? Austria is about to enact lockdowns for unvaccinated citizens. Way to go, Austria. The OG of lockdowns. Coming in hard. (laughs) Austria. Dusting off all those fascist tactics like locking down certain populations and asking people for their papers. What could possibly go wrong, Austria? It's not like you don't have a history of this that's, you know, traumatic, horrifying, disgusting, and egregious. It's really not cool, Austria. You shouldn't be doing this with your history. (laughs) This didn't end well for you last time you were locking people up and asking them to see their papers. Also in Austria, a brothel is offering free sex to people who get a COVID-19 vaccination. I mean, they should have known the boot of tyranny was coming right behind the free sex. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the warning sign. When they're just giving away free sex trying to get you to do something, you know the lockdowns are coming. This is when they're going to start asking for your papers. How did they not call this blowjabs in the article? (laughs) And if Austria didn't call this blowjabs, I don't even know what they're doing. What a wasted opportunity, Austria. Now we see why Big Bird got vaccinated. (laughs) Free sex. We had a half an hour of free sex anyway. That's like five minutes of of like sex and twenty five minutes of a dude crying about his mommy issues or something. Do you get the jab before or after? You get it I think before. before. You have to get it before. You're not getting the free sex and then the jab. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. They'd be like, During, just distract you if you're (laughs) deathly scared of needles. (laughs) Blow jab would then take on the whole new meeting. It's just like right at the end as you're orgasming. (laughs) (laughs) That is the right moment to try and get a man to do anything you want him to do directly after you give him a blow job. They're really at their weakest. Moving on to Garak, China. China locks 30,000 visitors inside Shanghai Disneyland after one guest tests positive for COVID. That's nuts. And you guys didn't believe when you heard that they were welding people into their apartments in COVID. Well, here's your proof that that was absolutely happening. They shut down all of Disney World and locked them all in and tested 30,000 people in a pretty decent amount of time. They're fishing over there in China. They were out of there by 10.30 p.m. Cue the squid games. This is what happens. They just all start murdering each other. Maybe it was just a line for Small World. How do we know? Hmm. Somebody was joking that they didn't think the longest line they'd ever stand in at Disney World would be for like some test. (laughs) 
I don't know. R.I.P. to the one guy who had COVID because I don't think he made it out of there alive. <laughs> Took him out back and shot him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would like to take this moment to tell you to like, subscribe, and comment and touch my bells and buttons, my growing bells and buttons. <laughs> All right. Everything is racist. California proposes to change its math curriculum to incorporate social justice, de-emphasize calculus, and deprive gifted students from taking accelerated courses. I mean, it's hard to argue with de-emphasizing calculus. (laughs) (laughs) I hated calculus. No one likes calculus. (laughs) They do have a point. (laughs) We don't need it. I never used it. Did you? No. I was abysmal at calculus. (laughs) Did you take calculus in wherever you went to school? (laughs) Exactly. See? What is that? It's a kind of math. Oh, no. Not thanks. (laughs) (laughs) What is calculus? There we go. People are watching this show being like, what a bunch of morons. (laughs) People are worried about us able to compete with the rest of the world. I want to see a bunch of nerds protesting out there with their little pocket protectors. And they're like, we need calculus. Calculus. (laughs) Calculus <laughs> is our best friend. <laughs> I seriously think the last time I used a calculator was to write boobs. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, for something like that. Yeah. And then all the teachers were like, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. Now there's all those memes where it's like, hey. With your phone. Yeah. Guess what, bitches? We all have calculators in our pockets now. It's just so stupid, though, that they're like, use this math time to talk about social justice. When are we not talking about social justice anymore (laughs) in schools or anywhere? We don't need to compete anymore. I feel like this is just us accepting defeat. We've it's like a long, slow surrender to China. We're just saying, you know what? We surrender China and. Our way of first waving a small white flag is giving up calculus and teaching our children math. We don't need it. We don't want to have to compete on the global stage because we no longer raise a nation of people with brains. (laughs) As evidenced by the wild popularity of this show. (laughs) Even getting rid of accelerated courses, it's all such bullshit. It's like a race to the bottom. I'm not I'm not for any of this because it's not fair to the gifted kids and the Asians. <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsors, Sheath and Squidprint. Sheath was created by an Iraq war veteran in the desert when he realized that there was stickiness and parts sticking to his legs. He thought there must be a better way. And so he came up with one. And it is Sheath Underwear. And the dual pouch system that they have for the men's underwear are phenomenal my husband swears by them it's all he wears anymore they take the dual pouch and it keeps the balls separate from the genitalia and from sticking to the legs so you can mow the lawn and do your workouts and walk around and not have to think about your balls all the time which apparently is a thing guys have to think about they also have a women's line of modal fabric bikini bottoms and boxer briefs and they've got sports bras and it's super comfortable i wear it pretty much all day it's like my around the house undies these are great gifts for the holidays everybody loves new undies so go to sheathunderwear.com use the code dumpster and get 20 percent off your entire order support small businesses that support a small business like ours that's sheathunderwear.com use the code dumpster 
and get 20% off your whole order. The link is in the description below. Squidprint is a mom and pop business that specializes in the creative industries. Custom apparel for personal brands, small businesses, and just for fun. Squidprint specializes in direct-to-garment printing, which is ideal for really high, complicated, lots of color orders. The detail is down to one pixel. They do one-offs, which is amazing. Most places have minimum orders. Squidprint is just a small business. We've worked with them a lot. They've worked with a lot of people in our community. They're just fantastic, professional, amazing quality. You can either send your design or you can work with Squidprint and they will also help you come up with a design. They're kind of a full a full one-stop shop. You can get more information at squidprintdtg.com. Reach out with your favorite moment from this dumpster fire and get 20% off and free shipping on your first custom order. And fetacy.com members get 20% off on everything. So there's incentive to join our community and always get 20% off because then you're in the fam. That's squidprintdtg.com. Link is in the description below. Important stories we're ignoring. I'm ready. Bank of America warns sky-high gas prices are likely to go higher. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals halts the OSHA mandate. Biden tells businesses to proceed anyways. The entire Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Just ignoring that. <laughs> we're just ignoring that one. Woo! Don't want to deal with it. China's Evergrande officially defaults, foreshadowing another 2008 style financial crisis we warned you here there's lots more too there's i feel like there's another one that i sent down. you last night but i can't remember what it was there's a lot of really important news stories and the only reason we include this segment is to remind you that we are not a news source <laughs> <laughs> no we'll literally be like looking at these things and be like do we want to cover this no i don't care about it <laughs> And I, I can always tell in the writer's room if there's like kind of a big debate or there's a like really deep discussion about it. I'm like, we're not covering this. No, too nuanced. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out of here. Save it for the podcast, people. You want nuanced discussions about stuff? Go listen to your favorite podcaster. My future ex-husband, Jeff Bezos, teases Leonardo DiCaprio after his girlfriend was caught gazing adoringly at Leo. <laughs> this video is amazing. She, like, pushed Jeff Bezos out of the way to go grab Leo. And then she was looking at him just so lovingly and adoringly. And then Jeff Bezos, you could see just the look on his face and the memes. The Internet just came for Jeff. The memes were like, when you're the wealthiest man on Earth and you know you're still going to be a cuck or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you're the wealthiest man on Earth and you know she'd still him. Of course. Ah, it's Leo. It's Leo. It looks like he's saying to her, no, you're too old for me. <laughs> She's like 30 years too old for him. Uh-huh. Leo is like 47, but he still won't date anyone over the age of 21. Jeff Bezos was so upset by this that he had to like tweet that picture of... He's standing over a sign that says, danger, steep cliff, fatal drop. He said, Leo, come over here. I want to show you something. Oh, man. He was trying to be all like, you know, oh, like, I can handle I it. I can Josh with I the best of them. I just get publicly humiliated by my girlfriend on a large global stage. I mean, it's so funny to me when you have almost like a trillion dollars and you still it's still not good enough. Like it's you're still going to be insecure about that. You're the richest man in the world and I could her tonight. Leo is like, <laughs> nice to meet you, Jeff. 
I want to take a quick minute and thank Ha Ha Hot Sauce. Ha Ha Hot Sauce is made by one of our writers, Dave Yates. And you can go to HaHaHotSauce.com. It's delicious. I literally use it on everything. It's my favorite hot sauce. I go through it. I mean, Sam. It's so good. It's It's so so good. good. I'm not even a big hot sauce person, and I love it. He's so smart because he made the hot sauce that is usable Uh on everything. I put it on my eggs. I put put it on everything. Everything. It's so good. Tacos. Yeah. Check it out and support the people who support us because we can't support them yet. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting there. Conspiracy theories we can get behind. Travis Scott fans were crushed to death at Astroworld, and lots of conspiracy theories started emerging, such as the tragedy being a satanic ritual. I mean, RIP to all the people that died. I think it's nine now, and it sounded horrific. Even more horrific is that I was with my 13-year-old nephew when this was going down, and he was like, my entire TikTok feed is just people getting crushed at Astroworld, and so I don't know what these children are watching online, but I can't imagine that it's helping with their mental health crisis that they're having. Then it was just weird, like all of the conspiracy theories that popped up, like this was some satanic sacrifice that he was making and that he didn't care and I'm kind of convinced that Travis Scott is collecting souls for the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) So they can stay eternally young. So they can stay eternally young and make their billions of dollars. There was another conspiracy theory going around too that there were Claims of people being injected with drugs, raising the alarm of a serial killer being on the loose. Anthony Fauci is just out there. (laughs) (laughs) We just Fauci running around the crowd jabbing people. (laughs) I mean, I wonder how many of those people were vaccinated. Probably not many. Yeah, it was bad. Sprained my eyes. The cool kids of Twitter started their own school. University of Austin. I really just think (laughs) this might be like an internet phenomenon. I'm not sure that this even broke through to the mainstream, although I did read some articles about it. It felt like something that was very online. Some very online people started their own university. A lot of these people are friends of mine and have been on my podcast, so I was hesitant to roast it. But it's just so funny. It's not accredited. It's not actually school. I'm sure they'll get accredited. There's like a lot of really serious, heavy hitting, very brilliant people attached to this school. But it does seem like a like Trump University school a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Joe Rogan is the dean. And Tim Dillon is the head of, he's the guidance counselor. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and the classes are like, how to grow your Substack business. It does feel like a response to the culture war. Like, mm. I don't think it solves the problem of higher education, which is very expensive educations that you're getting that you don't use for anything other than really churning out a lot of these think pieces out there. Like, start a trade school i get it i mean maybe it'll be like a successful classical liberal school but it is pretty funny there's something just objectively hilarious about it yeah they were getting roasted online i think like the classes are gonna be like do your own research 101 (laughs) (laughs) and how to go from being a failed comedian to a pseudo intellectual which is the class i will be teaching (laughs) at the university of austin it's funny, too, you go to their link, and it's it's like, we're not offering courses. We're not accredited. No, we're, they're offering courses that don't have a degree program yet. 
They're they, offering courses like this summer. They don't have a, de- yeah, but there's no like degree path. And they're yet. not a dot .edu either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like IDWU, the Intellectual Dark Web University. I feel like that's what it wants to be. You go to the link and it just goes right to their Patreon. <laughs> it's like support our school that we're starting. I feel like the mascot is Bill Maher. It just feels like that's the kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like a bunch of people who are intellectuals, and I think they're all so used to being in a group. You know, these are people who are used to being popular and respected in a group, and they've become somewhat outcasts because they're pushing back against a lot of what is truly illiberal forces, and now they're just starting their own clique. In a group, like, but it's in a group of academia. It's a group of, it's just, you know. The, elitist get elite, man. Yeah. It still feels like, I think that's why I feel the need to roast it and why so many people came for it. Because it still just like reeks of detached elitism. There's something disconnected from the normal population. Like, learn to code or <laughs> start a <laughs> or trade Or be school. a plumber. <laughs> yeah. Women in STEM. I, I wish them the best of luck, but it still feels like the same thing. I, I just resist any higher education, too, I think, being mm. that a lot of people do fine when they don't go to college, too. <laughs> they shoot amazing shows in their undisclosed life. What are you two using your degrees for, huh, ladies? Exactly yeah. this. <laughs> like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, and comment. Tell your friends about us. This is the moment we've been waiting oh, to get to. This is what we wanted to talk about the for entire the entire episode. episode. Yeah, all right. Text the rich. Text the rich. I'm a Bernie bro now. All right, we had the Battle of the Heiress Weddings this week. Ivy Getty got married, and it was disgusting. (laughs) And Paris Hilton also got married, and it was also disgusting. Yeah, it was like as if things weren't bad enough with, you know, spending $60 for two pounds of meat and $60 (laughs) to frickin' fill up your car with gas. Now you are treated... To the glowing, over-the-top, ass-kissing profiles of billionaire heiresses ridiculously detached and insane weddings. Days long. So detached. What f***ing world? So how about tone deaf and what world are you living in? Ivy Getty's wedding. Ivy Getty is the heiress to the Getty fortune. She's one of the one of the Gettys. The Gettys are responsible for people like Nancy Pelosi, who officiated the wedding, Gavin Newsom, who was at the wedding, London Breed was there. This is infuriating to me because all three of these people have disobeyed their own lockdown mandates and orders very blatantly and acted like people who didn't have a care in the world or worry that this would affect them. And guess what? It doesn't because they have billionaires behind them. That's why they can do whatever the f*** they want and you have to obey their sh- mandates. And it's infuriating to like see that connection so clearly in real life as Nancy stands her in this opulent, Ugh. ridiculous, like they put Persian rugs down in City Hall to transform the space. And then they had her officiating the wedding and she's wearing a crown who the do you think you are princess diana that train was like how long was it it was was ridiculous yeah it was veil the whole thing and then there was the vogue 
article about it, which oh. was just ridiculous. We were roasting it, all of us. The three of us were in a group text just, like, roasting. I, we should have just done a reaction video to that article. Ugh. Line by line. And I kept thinking, this article can't possibly get any worse and more detached from the life of an average person, and yet it continued to surprise me with how bad it was. Right, because it was so, like, glowingly, kiss-assingly, fanatically amazed by this wedding. (laughs) I was like, read the room. Yeah. Read the pandemic-stricken room. (laughs) Read the room and even just the guests that were there it was like princess of greece and like the prince of uh, all Denmark. royalty yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't get an invitation <laughs> yes princess shahi here princess of persia <laughs> i am insulted i mean tax the rich tax this tax whole entire wedding how much do you think this thing costs i just don't know i'm not on her because like it's not your fault you were born into opulent wealth but do you not know what's going on in the world? That doesn't mean you can't have like a dress you like and whatever. It just seems so, but but they're so disconnected. You when you live in that kind of wealth, like you really don't have any idea. Right. You need someone to come tell you what the poor's are doing. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> report on the poor's for me. What is it like out there for them? Yeah. Okay. So here are some of the quotes. This was oh, this was the one God. that was, went straight up Sam's ass. Art and panels from the house were incorporated into the save the dates and invitations. Growing up in that house and being around p- great parties my whole life, I never had to turn to Pinterest for in- inspiration. Oh, Whoa. good for you. You didn't need a Pinterest account. <laughs> wow. You just walked around your th- your fancy mansions <laughs> and that was like a Pinterest for you. Oh, you're so lovely, Ivy Getty. I love the panels in my living room. Let's <laughs> we just use parts of the wallpaper for the save d- the date. In our family, we just don't need to look at such pleb sites like Pinterest. Pinterest. Sam, in all caps. name is that? In the text thread, in all the caps, she was like, she didn't need Pinterest, Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Bridget and I are like, hey, look at this weight loss article on Pinterest. (laughs) We're like, oh, look at how to get abs in 30 days on Pinterest. (laughs) you, Ivy Getty. (laughs) you, Ivy Getty. You, Ivy Getty. <laughs> Just even saying something like that is so fucking pretentious. It uh. makes me want to burn everything down. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get Occupy Wall Street. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Occupy <laughs> the Getty's fucking mansion. Then we had, this is the one that went straight up Bridget's ass. The following day, guests joined the couple for a picnic lunch at the log cabin on Presidio overlooking the city. IV drips were at the ready for anyone in need of help recovering from the night before. IV drips. Oh, oh man. IV drips. I've been to parties like that, like really new money rich people have that a lot, where they have like IV drips to rehydrate you after you've been partying. It's not that weird, but it's still pretty fucking gross. You have to have like people on hand to insert the nurses. IVs too. Yeah. yeah, you've got to have nurses on hand. Just on standby. Disgusting. The rich got too rich. Yeah. Tax the rich. rich. Tax the rich. This is the one that went straight up my ass. 
Normally, I don't do bridesmaids' dresses because bridal gowns alone take up so much of my time, Galliano said. This is the designer. But as I was so bewitched by Ivy and her stories of these women she had grown up with, her bridesmaids, I made an exception. Oh, you oh. made an exception. Oh. Bewitched by Ivy. Normally. I can't believe you made an exception for a billionaire. That's oh. so strange. Billionaires never get exceptions <laughs> made for them. Normally bridesmaids' dresses are beneath me. Well, but... I would normally <laughs> never touch a bridesmaid dress because of the association with peasants and <laughs> people who are on the side of the most important person. But in this instance for Ivy, I was willing to lower my standards a bit. The sucking up to Ivy, too. All of the people were like, and then I met Ivy, and I was just so inspired. Like, you like her because she's rich. Yeah. Acme of cool and charm. Yeah. I mean, I really lost it the very last line, which was written by the person who wrote the article on the heels of a quote from Ivy. And then it was like, miracles happen. Mm -hmm. Yes, the miracle of falling out of a rich vagina. The miracle of having the wedding of your dreams when you're a fucking billionaire. Like, this is what we're calling a miracle now? No. This isn't a miracle. This is standard. You're a fucking billionaire. You get whatever you want. Like, this is not a surprise or a miracle. A miracle is a child hearing who's deaf when they get that amazing new hearing aid. A miracle is someone who lives through something that they should not live through. It's not a billionaire heiress having the wedding of her dreams. <laughs> So preposterous. It's ridiculous. Miracles happen. Oh, do they, Vogue? I mean, we could have spent this entire show the on, that, on that mm-hmm. entire article. It's almost like in your face. Yeah. It almost feels intentional. Like, suck it, pores. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly. Suck my rich dick, pores. Suck it, pores. Like, we have no interest concept or connection to anything that's going and on in the real world why would i think gavin newsom or nancy pelosi who somehow made herself a hundred millionaire while she's been a public servant would have any connection being around those people to the problems that we the people have for two seconds but i feel this way about all politicians that's why i hate them all mm-hmm. burn but it all down burn it all down tax the rich i'm a socialist now <laughs> All right, then we have Paris Hilton's ma- wedding. So this we were just kind this of this is like new money wedding. Very. This is like the poor billionaire's wedding. Yeah, it was very <laughs> much like the battle of the the, the old money heiress versus the new money reality star heiress. Yeah, I think there was only like one celebrity at Ivy's, and it was her maid of honor, the chick from that show. Queen's Gambit. Queen's Queen's Gambit, Gambit, the star. Then that's it. It was all royalty. Right. And then Paris's (laughs) wedding had celebrities, but they were like, quote unquote, celebrities. They were like a lot of B-list celebrities. And of course, Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Yeah. But Kim didn't look too happy to be there. And honestly, Paris didn't look too happy to have her there. (laughs) She looked like she was like, what is this dress you're wearing to my wedding? Paris's was definitely like, I felt a little bit, you know, she turned into a reality show. Yeah. That's her brand. Mm-hmm. It's, that's hot. Airing in a six <laughs> six episode series on Peacock, apparently the reality show of her wedding. Oh, God. 
And her entire like story that I was watching this morning on Instagram was just her being like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. In the background of every video she was taking. Yes. Like yes. the party was at the Santa Monica Pier. Trashy. That's real trashy. I um, mean, I'm going to get snobby for a minute and say, as much as I want to burn it all down, Ivy's was a little bit more old money. Yeah. <laughs> Paris had 11 dresses because her shoe got married on 11-11. Just disgusting. Again, though. Read the room, Paris! Yeah, and then she had also at her reception these pillows with her on them called like Love Paris and she's like semi-nude or she's covered up with like roses and teddy bears on her privates and yeah, the there was, pillow cutouts. Oh. Hers was way more like narcissistic feeling too. Yeah. I mean, compared to my wedding, <laughs> which I had last year, I just celebrated my year anniversary and Ooh. I'll give these ladies a run for their money. <laughs> Instant <laughs> Marriage LA, thank you very much. A very average office building in the valley. I was officiated by a Russian lady, and we had to wear masks because it was in the middle of a pandemic. No friends or family. No, just the no two of frills you. there. <laughs> All right. And then finally in this category, we have nannies, butlers, housekeepers, drivers, and bodyguards are becoming rare for the rich. Many are thinking of closing their country houses as a result because of the labor shortage, basically. Gee, I wonder why. I can't imagine why these people be sick of these rich people <laughs> and they're quitting it's so hard to find good servants these days they all want money and fair wages time yeah. off and to be treated like a human i refuse to do that how dare they Ugh. treated like an equal something i can't comprehend i mean my upbringing working for a lot of these old money rich people really did it did some damage <laughs> I've got some issues I've got to work out. got some deep scars. I know they're all fucked up and they couldn't help it, but you can still be aware that you have a lot more than most people. They don't seem to be. Like Paris's fucking registry that Sam made Sam want to take her life. Oh, God. Hermes plates and $800 cheese boards. and Yeah. If you're that rich, why wouldn't you just say, donate anything that you would get for us very wealthy people who have too much money anyways to a charity or get some toys for kids for the holidays or food for people who are starving or like any literally anything other than a four thousand dollar plate that i'm probably never gonna use right because we're rich and we can buy anything we need for the house but those are the they same already have people. it all yeah uh-huh. and they made the registry open to the public so if <laughs> You know, you didn't get invited to the wedding, but you still want to give your BFF Paris a Baccarat lamp. You can I spend just... your $880 on a golden serving I'm so fork. uncomfortable. Like, people want to get me stuff for the pregnancy, and I'm like, donate it to shelters. You know, I, yeah. I don't need, I, I'll get the, like, 10 things that I absolutely need, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that I'll have friends and family who will contribute to that, but I don't like people I would rather they spend it on people who like need stuff yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know I get it it's like a nice inclination that people have but I'm not rich and I have the inclination to be like please spend your money somewhere where people need it right Mm -hmm. I mean 
this wedding registry was worth $66,000 altogether. <laughs> That's so much money. So much money. Not to them. This is just a golden spoon for $2,000, oh, Maggie. That's God. nothing. That'd just kill me. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Fume and One Farm. Fume took a look around at the world and noticed that all the solutions to quit smoking stink. Patches, inhalers, gum. They're pretty gross, and I can tell you that they are because I've tried them. So instead, they came up with their own handcrafted pipe. I'm telling you, these things work. I've had so many people have success with these, getting off vapes, cigarettes. The hand-to-mouth addiction is one of the hardest parts to break, and this is such great replacement therapy. They have these amazing plant-infused cores that you put inside. They're essential oils, and they have different flavors for whatever you might be needing because we all smoke for different reasons. Usually it's to calm down. Maybe we're anxious. You can go online to their website, breathefume.com, take a quiz. It will help you figure out what cores are best for you. They have the Conquer, which is the number one core to help you quit smoking. They have bundles online, and they also have subscriptions so that you can never run out. Head to breathefume.com, that's breathefume.com, and use the code Bridget to get 10% off your entire order. Give yourself and someone you love the gift of being smoke-free. Link in the description below. One Farm produces plant-based products with organic ingredients sourced directly from the farmers that grew them. All of their products are made with organic hemp grown by them in Boulder, Colorado. And the CBD is full spectrum, so that means it includes the cannabinoids. It's such a great product. We're so excited to partner with them. I use the rosehip oil serum on my face all the time. It makes a nice glow. It's so gorgeous and soft and silky. And then there's also the turmeric relief cream, which everyone in this entire dumpster fire crew uses on their sore muscles, neck, back. It's like magic. I don't know how this stuff works. The CBD oil is great. It helps smooth out the caffeine jitters. They have that flavor in peppermint, cinnamon, lemon, and just natural flavors. There's a lot of other products as well. They have stuff for pets, for pet relief and their joints. Go to onefarm.com and use the code FIRE to get 30% off your entire order. A link is in the description below. Leading us to, Siri, please take my life. Siri, (laughs) please take my life. Microsoft embarrasses itself in its attempt to be woke. Hello and welcome to Microsoft Ignite. First, we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish, the Snoqualmie, the Suquamish, the Muckleshoot, the Snohomish, the Tulalip, and other Coast Salish peoples since time immemorial. I'm a senior program manager in our developer tools division. I'm an Asian and white female with dark brown hair wearing a red sleeveless top. I just like how they're like, we'd like to acknowledge. They're not like, we're giving it back. We're donating money to any of these causes, to charities. We're, they're just like, we would like to acknowledge this long list of tribes. And that's it. <laughs> that the land was stolen from. And that's all we wanted to say about and that. And the end. Anyways, moving on. I'm going to give you all of my personal pronouns, my descriptors, reduce myself to my immutable characteristics that I had no control over. And then we'll take it from there. You know, they're like, we welcome all of them to check their Windows updates. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're all working for the Bill Gates potato farms. They just gave like all of the all of the people. They're like, we welcome all of these people to go work on Bill's new farms. More land that was stolen. More land that's been stolen. Yeah, that's the irony. Meanwhile, Bill Gates owns more freaking farmland than anyone in America. Yes. Agenda 2030. We need a little clippy. It looks like you need help determining the tribes you stole. I don't know. I don't know where this land is from. This land? Who knows? This land is your land. I would. I should be acknowledging it every time I open dumpster fire. The muckle shoots. It's getting out of control. And it just feels like freaking lip service. It wouldn't be so annoying if it was again like more than just talk. It's literally nothing more than that. There's no gesture to make it right. There's no. There's no follow through whatsoever in any sense of the word. We'd like to acknowledge that we whooped your ass. Moving on. Moving on to dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. (laughs) I just look scared. (laughs) Chris Pratt made an Instagram post about how much he loves his wife and everyone lost their minds. Everyone, as Ben Dreyfus said on his sub stack, has brain worms. And this is evidence as why. People are always coming for Chris Pratt because he's Christian and I think probably down low conservative. Mm-hmm. And so they're always kind of looking for a reason to cancel him in Hollywood anyway. I feel like he's always like one tweet or Instagram post away from getting blacklisted. He said something about his wife and his healthy baby daughter. And then the internet decided that it was a dig on his other child and they came for him and it was stupid. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. And it was days worth of like outrage. Outrage. But as Ben says, like you're making this up. You're putting this on this child that the father feels this way about him and saying that Chris Pratt doesn't think as highly of his other child. And you're putting that out in the world. Like maybe you're the fucking bad guy here. Yeah. Everyone needs something to do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Other than be online. All right, and then we have QAnon followers showed up in Dallas in hopes of witnessing a revived JFK Jr. Oh, is that why you went to Dallas, Sam? What a convenient coincidence that you were in Dallas this week. Yep, she just got back. How did it go? Well, he did not come, uh, but we have faith. We're holding holding the line. You're holding the line, huh? Yeah, something's going to come. Why the f*** would JFK Jr. come back to where his dad was brutally murdered? I know it's so weird to yeah, me. I'm that like, I don't get. why that he I don't know. he died in a plane crash in the ocean, like off the coast of Martha's Vineyard or something. Imagine your brain being so fucking rotted and demented that you would like go do this. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. <laughs> People are losing their minds. Yeah. And QAnon has infected every single conspiracy theory. So even like the old kind of old school fun ones have now been infected by QAnon and they've taken over every conspiracy somehow and connected them all into one just giant mess of conspiracies. I mean, I can't even keep track. No, it's ridiculous. (laughs) It's upsetting to me to see how easily people are swayed and also it explains why you probably couldn't get a table of chilies for like a week in dallas (laughs) (laughs) well there was a rolling stone article covering it and this is one of the people on the ground well do you have faith in god or not i know i do and part of that faith is continuing to have it even when you can't see no matter what i think the majority of us know something is happening we can feel it yeah everyone's (laughs) losing their 
your minds. That's what's happening. Feel their brain. That's rotting. what we can feel. <laughs> People have lost their damn minds. I oh, wonder. Lord. I. I. It wasn't always like this. I really think it's the internet. It is the internet. It's we need to shut it, it down. Works. We need to shut it down. Shut, shut it, it down. down. <laughs> shut it all down. Breaking Bridget. Speaking of shut it all down. Colin Kaepernick compares NFL training camps to slavery. They don't want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic. I just can't with this. Okay. I am sorry. No, in no f***ing universe. I don't understand how you're not embarrassed to make that connection. You should be ashamed. You should be shamed of yourself for making that connection. That Yes, the NFL, which you choose to enter into and you get paid millions of dollars, is exactly like being a slave, which you had no choice in, got paid nothing for, and you were physically and mentally abused day in and day out. Like how... How? And even in the video, he just segues from them measuring their arms and he's like, they took measurements. Yeah, because they're fucking athletes. They're, yeah. Peak they're athletes. Even, they're elite <laughs> athletes. <laughs> they're elite athletes. He's like, and then starts day one, starts the power dynamic. Yeah, in no other instance is a power dynamic at play in any other jobs. And I watched some of the episodes. The narrative arc is not bad. His story's interesting. It seems like it was made for white people who don't understand that racism is a thing and that some people are discriminated against and these these things like the soft racism that occurs that white people might not see. They can see some instances of this. Mm-hmm. That's who it feels like it was made for because mm-hmm. I don't really know who else. But all of the, every time he comes on camera, it's like ridiculous. You cannot take him seriously. He's a f-ing clown making these ridiculous comparisons. I mean, that would imply that little kids would be running up to these slaves and being like, can I get your autograph? Can you sign your chains for me? Like, you are f- crazy person and he spends the entire first episode after he opens with this comparison to slavery talking about how he wanted to be in the nfl his whole life like you undermine your whole point and by the way you also take away the agency from every other person in the nfl who chose to do this you're just saying oh all these people who are in the nfl are slaves because i decided it's exactly like slavery yeah any kind of argument he might have made or or point he might have been making about like soft racism that we don't even see microaggressions although i hate that term all of that stuff is undermined immediately by starting off with that framing Mm -hmm. yes because these two things are exactly the same it's 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 embarrassing it's embarrassing and i bet most people in the nfl probably don't agree with this even if they don't feel like they can come out and say it it's going to be funny in like 10 years when it comes out that he was, that Kaepernick was just kneeling and like tying his shoe during the national anthem. <laughs> and then it started this And then trend. he just had to like keep doubling down. They were like, oh, what a statement he's made. And he's like, huh? oh, oh shit. yeah, I, I am making uh-huh. a statement. Uh-huh. That's right. And then he just keeps doubling down and doubling down. <laughs> That would be amazing. In the next episode, it's going to be like how being a brand icon is slavery. 
And now the internet is glorious to cleanse your palate. Congratulations, that was one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen anybody post. Girl, don't do it. It's not worth it. I'm not going to do it, girl. I was just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. I did it. Fantasy news. I was on Gutfeld, and that was super fun. She hosts a YouTube show called The Weekly Dumpster Fire. Not to be confused with reliable sources with Brian Stelter, comedian and host of Dumpster Fire, Bridget Fantasy. On Walkins Welcome, we had Ben Shapiro and Catherine Brodsky as guests. Subscribe to Walk-Ins Welcome wherever you can. Don't miss an episode. We have an amazing lineup of guests coming, too. Big names. It'll be great. And we love that podcast. Dumpster Fire is now a podcast, and you can find it anywhere except for Apple, which we're working on. Subscribe to us on Rumble, where you can find all of our video content first and foremost. It is also just great to be subscribing to Rumble because they value free speech and letting us say make jokes that... You know, we might get kicked off other platforms for saying or making. And go to Fetacy.com to get the unedited version of this show every single week on Sunday, the day before the regular show launches. We also have workouts and live streams and lots of extra content coming and also just a great community of people. Go to BridgetFetacy.com for all your merch. We do have some new stuff coming out for the holidays. Get your This Is My Vaccine Passport t-shirt to Rage Against the Machine as well as You're Not Woke, You're Annoying for your crazy uncle for the holidays and so much more. Just get some Dumpster Fire merch. Thank you to our sponsors, Fume, One Farm, Squid Print, and Sheath. Thank you to Ha Ha Hot Sauce and Locals. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for Bridget. everything. Welcome back from your sabbatical. Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Dave Yates, Andy Chandler, Matt Monroe, and Better Fetacy, as well as Luna. Luna. Viola. Our makeup, editing, and writers. We cannot do this without them in research. Thank you for our our fans who sent us these amazing signs. Gone to the glue factory <laughs> and women! And I don't think you can see it, but there is a dead unicorn. Is that a unicorn or a horse? It's a dead oh, horse with a unicorn horn. Okay. Yeah, that's and amazing. Yeah, we have so much fan art on here. We love it. So keep it, keep it keep coming. Keep creating. Keep being creative. We love it. This has been your dumpster fire for the weeks of November 1st to November 13th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich!